Welcome to the MMA Geeks C-Level Podcast. Uh, this is Stan Derive with my friend and co-host Nick Braccia. Uh Nick, we are here to discuss last week's card, which was actually a pretty darn exciting event. Yeah. Uh, UFC on ESPN 2, Edson Barbosa versus Justin Gaethje. Um, and we're also going to delve into a little bit of new plan announcements, some MMA news, and then we're going to actually re-watch the Vulcan Ozdemir versus Dominic Reyes fight that uh, Nick and I kind of disagreed as to who deserved the win on that one. Uh, as as many of you may know, Reyes won a decision there, and uh, and and uh, a lot of folks say that Vulcan deserved it. So we're going to rewatch it and give each other the reasoning for our thoughts. Yeah, we'll watch it sans commentary because uh, I'm it's de- it's definitely possible to be swayed by commentary. Also, this is since we started the show, and this is what episode. 11? Yep. This is the first week off in terms of having new picks that we've had. Right. The UFC, no had, has, UFC had events for 10 weeks in a row, um, or 11 weeks in a row, which is uh, remarkable. Not something they ever did in the Fox era, um, I don't believe. I, I thought they got pretty busy there. They actually had a point, uh, I think it was 2016, where they held the most events ever, and it was very few weekends off. I remember they even had, um, I don't know if you remember, they had some... Some two event weekends. I remember that. Uh, yep. Two events in a day. Two events. Fight pass. In, and in, someone, on, yeah, yeah, between a Monday and a Sunday. So yeah, uh, pretty, this has been a busy, busy early part of the a year. A busy time with good with uh, pretty good cards overall. Yes. And we've been make we've been making our picks. Um, and yeah, let's talk about this uh, this last card. In our picks, I'm now five, two, and three. Five, three, and two. or five, three, and two. Yeah, I'm we, sorry. We, we had another drop. You're right because you won last week. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yep. Um, so, so this last week, Edson Barboza versus Justin Gaethje. This this was yeah. one where like a, it, it was kind of up in the air. A lot of experts were going either one direction, saying that Edson Barboza was the, was the more technical fighter and therefore he'll win, and everyone else went in the other direction and said Justin Gaethje's pressure is going to overwhelm uh, Barboza. What were your thoughts on the bout, Nick? It went exactly the way that I thought it would. I do feel bad that Barboza did catch an eye poke. Um, which his coach, one of his coaches, says impacted him. But it really went exactly like I thought it would. Um, Did you expect the early knockout? Because that's the only exception to how I thought uh, it would go. I thought it would go into the third or fourth round before Barbosa. I didn't think it would get that far. I thought it would be – I, I might have picked second or third round on the show last week. I can't remember. But I wasn't uh, I wasn't surprised. I just – too many guys from Jamie Varner to Danny Castillo, um, guys who are not – Justin Gagey. Right. Um have shown that have have, have caught have caught Barbosa, have often caught him early, um, and just found that chin. And uh it was sad, almost an ironic KO because Bar- the person, the fighter Barbosa most looked like when he was falling back was Terry Edom. That is true. That <laughs> After receiving the, the highlight reel uh, wheel kick. That was a wheel uh, kick, right? Edson, yeah, right. for those who don't know, Edson Barboza landed probably the best knockout in UFC history against a British fighter named Terry Adam. It was a spinning heel kick with his heel landing right on Terry Adam's jaw. And Terry Adam just went down. Timber and Barbosa yeah. was... It was a very similar fall. Yeah. very similar fall. Very just similar. Knocked out before he hit the ground. Very similar expression on his face. Um, so the fight went exactly the way that I, I thought it would. You uh, thought it would have been that early. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it would go more than three. I just gagey finds chins, and yeah, and, and you know uh, what? I guess the pressure of a wrestler is going to take a lot longer to get to a guy than the pressure of a heavy-handed stand-up fighter, and that's what we saw play out here with Barboza having been knocked down, if I remember correctly, by a jab a couple times in his career against Donald yep. Cerrone as well. 
So yeah, a big clean uh, right hook from Justin Gaethje from what felt like a southpaw position uh, was enough to do the trick here. They were exchanging leg kicks early. Um, it yeah, that was like fun. Gaethje was not only holding his own, but maybe landing the harder kicks actually, um, as he was landing them to the calf of Barbosa. I think that that pain and discomfort, probably the eye poke uh, and uh, and just the pressure overall, knowing that you got 25 minutes of hell ahead of you. This probably will make the knockout a little bit yeah, easier. Yeah, I, I don't even I would I don't even necessarily think Barboza's chinny. I think he leaves his chin up. Yeah, he, he, circles, back, away. he circles away. He backs up with his head up in the air. Sometimes he throws strike. He throws kicks with his head up in the air. He's a tall, lanky guy. And he puts that chin up. Um, you know, he got. I mean, you can't do that against uh, against Justin Gaethje. No, you can't. Um, um, and, and you know what it is? I actually checked their stats into these fighters after we had the podcast last week, and I realized that. They both actually take an absorbent amount of strikes for the number of strikes. They, they land oh, yeah. plenty, but they also uh, don't have very good defense. And I think it's one thing that your defense isn't awesome and you're taking shots if you're pressuring forward. It's another thing when you're known for circling away and trying to get away from your opponent like Barboza to, to be hittable, to be that hittable. That's actually astounding in that he's constantly trying to avoid yeah, it makes sense. It make, right, it makes sense for Gagey. He fights right. like a Viking. Exactly. He goes in, he bites down on the mouthpiece, and he waits, wants to see who's standing. But... Barbosa needs managed. to maintain range, and yeah. yet, and yet he still is one gets of the more hitable guys in yeah. the division. Yeah, certainly at the top of it. So, Justin Gaethje, what are your thoughts for what might come next for him? Um, hmm. You, you oh, tend to so think many... he's a fight or two away from a potential title shot. He's popular as heck, riding high. Yeah, uh, he gets. I think he gets the Iaquinta Cerrone winner, and the fight, and who, and the winner of that fight becomes a, a, a title contender. I actually, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the winner of that bout. Uh, just clearly goes to the title shot next and tries to argue for a title shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if this. Well, was remember, kind of for it. If Hall- I expect Halloway is going to win. We'll get into that next week. Yeah, but then we're going to get Halloway in September. We're going to get Halloway versus Khabib. Um, so there'll be time for another fight. Yeah, and probably on that. That's actually on the, fair on point. the card. It'll probably be um, the undercard of that will be Gagey against the winner via Quintus Cerrone. Yeah, would be my, would be my prediction. They're all extremely marketable. Um, you got a story with Iaquinta getting getting a rematch. If he's able to beat Cerrone, his stock will go up further. Um, everyone would, you know, Cerrone's a good contender. I think you, I think both of them would probably get. Well, I think all these guys would probably get mauled by Khabib. But um, um, I don't necessarily think they'll do this. Although I can see Iaquinta doing this. I think the winner of that bout mm-hmm. should absolutely opt to wait for the title shot. Whoever wins that Iaquinta Cerrone bout will be coming off of. A huge win over a top, uh, well-known uh, contender. I think the winner of that bout should patiently wait for the title shot instead of taking a huge risk on a guy like Justin Gaethje on the way up there. Mm. Uh, might as well make some serious money in pay-per-view points. Who are we on the title against them? Who are we forgetting at 155? Uh, that's at the top five. He actually, he actually essentially said that after this bout, I'll be ranked about five or six, and I want to fight each and every one of those top five guys in a yeah. row until I get to that title. Uh, let's look at it. I mean, now. Fer- yeah, Ferguson's out. Uh, uh, McGregor's not not really fighting top level competition, as far as we can tell. He's not fighting at all. He's retired. <laughs> right, apparently retired. Kevin Which, Lee moved uh, up. Nate Diaz isn't around. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it is. I mean, that's the, it does come down to that's those the fight. Those three guys. Uh, I think for the most part, especially if you're if you're factoring in uh, the Poirier 
Holloway matchup, which is going to yeah, serve up Poirier, the next Yeah, Poirier loses. Poirier gets the loser via Quintus Cerrone. Either of those Devin fights are really fun fights. That makes a lot of sense. I think if if they're smart enough to listen, Nick, we've just made the UFC matchmakers' lives a whole lot easier here I could, tonight. I can do their job. I, anybody could. By the way, we say this realizing, or at least I realize, that it's probably a tough job to convince a lot of these fighters to take these bouts. I think that's really where the matchmaking gets tough. Yeah, dealing with managers is probably no fun. No doubt. Um, uh, okay, then we had a... Very quick, we not much to say about this. Uh, a quick Jack, first round submission uh, victory. Jack Hermanson just did whatever he wanted to David Branch. That was that. Uh, we both picked, we both picked Branch. Frankly, I didn't know a lot about Hermanson. Uh, Branch hasn't looked great. Uh, wow. I mean, he looked good against Thiago Santos. Caught him in Florida. He looked really good for a round against uh, Luke Rockhold. But I think it's probably just miles on him. You know, he's he's not that. Uh, he's no spring chicken. And Hermanson's really is obviously has amazing top control. Uh, yeah, he's excellent from the top. Uh, whether it be with submissions, we've seen a couple now. He's a finisher, uh, and no doubt, or with ground and pound. Uh, and and I think part of the issue with Branch here was that he was too calm. He didn't realize how much danger he was in in the setup to that guillotine, to the arm and guillotine. Uh, it looked like Hermanson was in this awkward position, and uh, I think Branch was hoping to kind of work it, you know, uh, just be patient, work his way out. Didn't realize that he was. Uh, getting a submission locked onto him, and then it was too late. When it was too late, he was yeah. probably going out by the time he tapped. So we got um, big we both win for Hermanson, who's now a, uh, arguably a contender at two hundred five, uh, one eighty five, and uh, he he's asking for Chris Weidman next, which is I, I think, think that's fair. Yeah, I think it's very fair. Chris Weidman could use a little bit of a gimme in that it's, he's not a top guy, he's not a top established guy, and he's not super dangerous. Hermanson, as far as uh, ground, uh, as far as stand up striking, at least. Um, so it should be an interesting matchup. I don't know why somebody gets on top of Weidman, who's really good at top control. Like he was, he was flailing when Luke Rockhold had mount like nothing I've ever seen. In my opinion, Luke Rockhold might have the best top game at 185 or 205. Uh, but yeah, it, it seems like Herman's Hermanson might not be too far off. So it's possible if he can get on top. The, the thing is with Weidman's uh, style, it's tough to end up on top of him. That's definitely first. or unless he takes a re- takes a really ill advised spinning, you know, spinning back kick. Spinning, wasn't it? yeah, spinning yes. back Which kick. He did uh, against Luke Rockhold. That kind oh. of turned that bout completely against him. Uh, Luke used that opportunity to get on top. And the bout he was winning. Yeah. Um, um, we've got a, a huge comeback. This is actually. Yeah, this is by the, the way, the, the, those those prior two bouts, we both we picked Gaethje, and then and, uh, we both picked Branch, and we were wrong about Branch. We've got Emmett and Johnson. Um, that, that was kind of the third down, down for third fight down from the main event. Yeah, um, interesting bout in that. I, I think our you and I both picked Johnson. No, you picked. Actually no, I Emmett. picked Emmett. This is one where we split. Uh, yeah, it was interesting that uh, Johnson was doing everything that I thought he would be doing in those first two rounds, and then the third round, Emmett realized he needs to finish this bout, and he just started winging it instead of like doing this weird footwork thing and getting out of range for no reason and shuffling around and then getting back into range, he actually, like, winged it every time that Johnson... Yeah, he was, a, he was a faint Orama in the first... Emmett yeah. was which, faint. Which, he wastes so much energy on that. But, it's, but he so didn't seem to slow done. down, but he... I thought that Emmett uh, was very competitive in the first round, and he landed a very, I thought, a telling strike. Um, but, yeah, Johnson took over. But the this and the fight after it, Karolina uh, Kolokiewicz versus Michelle Waterson, I picked against both Kolokiewicz and Michael Johnson because lately and, and often they just seem to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Or just, you know, I think that Johnson's, um, I think 145, he looks really gaunt. Like, I, actually I, think, I actually think he's looked 
in his last uh, in his last five rounds before the round yeah. he got knocked out in, in his last uh, uh, seven rounds. I thought he's looked the best in his career. He's been huh. patient. He's been stayed at a distance, landed his left cross consistently, uh, avoided takedowns well, and when he was put down, he got up quickly. Outside of that one punch knockout that uh, Emmett landed in the third round, I, I, I think Johnson's been looking really good considering his deficiencies at 155. Um, but you made the right call. Uh, Emmett had enough power to shut his lights off, and he did so once you yeah, really, he caught him. Uh, once you really wanted to. And, uh, and you know, the thing with the next fight, Water sitting his coach. You just pitch. picked I, that correctly. That was a great pick. That well, was... I picked it because she, because she, she hasn't ever since. So I felt like yeah, when Jacek she lost. No, okay. the, 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 the that was tough, but not as tough as the Gadea loss. Yeah, I hear that. The Gadea loss after she got caught in that. It was an armbar, right? Uh, I can't remember. If it was an, an armbar or a triangle? Tri- but, might have been a Renee Kachuk. Um Right. She um, after that loss, she was just seemed so crushed, and she has not. I don't want to say she doesn't look like she doesn't want to be there, but she does not seem to be fighting with. Uh, with the same vigor, but yeah, she doesn't seem like it. she's like she's fighting to win, or like her life depends on it. Um, she's kind of, she seems a little tentative, and like she's point fighting a bit. And Watterson fought aggressively. It's actually hard aggressively, to that. technically, and uh, you know landed that big. The big. It was a. It was a. It was a. A competitive fight. I thought Watterson won every round, but the first round was very competitive, and the tide certainly changed when she landed that headlock judo throw. Um, and that is know, her move, by the way. As much oh, as yeah. it's ill-advised in the men's divisions, Dominic Cruz is pointing out how that actually works in the women's divisions. And there are a couple of exceptions. You get a couple of cases where a girl gets her back taken, but you're right. In, th- in this case, it kept working for Michelle Watterson. It's really her only effective takedown, I think, and it works well. Girls are having a really hard time avoiding that one. And, yeah, Watterson just was better overall, which is rare. She looked hungry. She did. Uh, and, and you know what? She's getting that push from the UFC, and I think that's giving her a lot of motivation. Um, Carolina, unfortunately, just... It's hard to believe she's the, I think she's the last person to hold a win over Rose Namajunas, the current 150-pound champ. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's hard to imagine her getting herself back into a title shot given her last few bouts. Watterson, however, is looking great. She's getting a big push by the UFC, and, and I think that if she can overcome that size difference and come in with game plans like this, she can continue to move up and, and, and I think go as far as fighting Rose for the title. Probably lose the decision. Um, yeah, I mean, she lost to Rose once already, and I think she would lose again. But I think she'd do better against Rose than she would against Jessica Andrade. If Jessica Andrade is able to beat Rose this I summer, agree. which it's is very possible, I think Jessica Andrade is a really tough matchup for Waterson. Um, I agree with you there, Nick. I mean, you're dealing with essentially a, 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 um, a bantamweight who's fighting at straw versus an atomweight who's fighting at straw. Yeah, Michelle Watterson used to fight at 105 pounds. And she's put on she's put on a lot of muscle. She looks um and she might be a more technical fighter than Jessica Andrade. In fact, I'm pretty sure that she is. I think lots of girls are. Andrade's got sick power. Well, here's the thing, she doesn't even have like one punch knockout power. Very rarely. Ask Kalina Kalina if Andrade has not one one punch power. That's about as rare as it gets. How many girls like she hits hard and it looks like she hits hard? Macy Barber's got you off kind of power. Macy Barber's got it. She she has to be yeah especially for that weight division it's pretty rare. Rose has it because of her technique improvements and her the Rose, leverage she gets with yeah. Her Rose is all Rose is exactly. I think Rose is technique more than that. she's not a slugger. Yeah, um, but Andrade so is a slugger. Anyway, right about so that. made a great pick with Watterson and uh, and yeah that was just just, was just a, good. A, a, excellent excellent. <laughs> the next pick player. was just complete luck. You had a you had a Scottish uh, Paul Craig against Kennedy uh, in Zajuku I believe Zijuku, who looked greener than grass. 
Um, he did. Very he, athletic. Yeah. He, he reminded me of an uber, uber, uber young John Jones. He, uh, he like, was, really, I mean, like, first couple of, like, local fights kind of John Jones. And, uh, yeah, like, he, it was a Hail Mary submission that worked out for Paul Craig late. But it, he threw up a lot of subs. And, uh, yeah. This is another one that we differ on, by the way. I changed my pick from yeah. Craig, who ended up winning the bout. Isn't that great how it works out? To Enzuchuku, who ended up. Uh, who ended up losing the bout? Um, I thought Enzo was, was probably winning the bout. Um, yeah, he, he was winning the bout up until that third round submission. But you know what, Paul Craig, you know it's happened twice now where he's I got gave the Craig, third round. I think I gave Craig the second round, but the first and third he definitely lost. Um, really, you thought he won the second? Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I have to go back and look, but I thought I gave him one of them, either um, the first or the second. It, it just yeah, Craig now twice uh, in three or four bouts he's finished with a third round submission after arguably losing every most of the moments leading up to that moment. Uh, yeah, it's he's good, got good really, he's him. got a really good looking jujitsu for he does for he, a he looked good, look good even in that first round. Uh, like I can see you making the argument that he won the first round because that shoulder lock. That, yeah, um, but uh, but but yeah, it, it looked like the athleticism of uh, Enzajuku was was gonna be too much, and Craig just locked it in out of nowhere. Next one, we've got the fight that I was looking forward to the most, Nick, in Sadiq oh, yeah. Yusuf versus Shaman Rice. Another one that we differed on. Um, Yusuf to me just seems like a very, very serious prospect. Yeah, with how calm he is, how uh, how comfortable he is inside of the pocket, his combination of uh, power and athleticism on top of all of that, the yeah. fact that his takedown defense is solid and he gets up quickly when you do take him down, that is an extremely difficult matchup for I for everybody in the division. Um, he, he's he's going to be a rough out, and I think he's going to make his way to a title shot, if not beyond. I, I think both, he's a real talent. I thought both of these guys fought with a lot of composure. It was a very close fight. Um, they both landed their shots. And, it was competitive. Uh, it was very, very close until the – I had the fight about dead even until Yusuf uh, popped him with a, you know, with a minute left yeah. um, and put him on his butt. Again, his combination of chin and power – it's going to be so difficult for most guys to deal yeah. with that. Who would you like to see him fight next? Um, that's it. I'd love to see the top 15 at, at 145, I think this is. But um, I, I I wouldn't necessarily complain about him making a jump to those guys that are just under Sterling. Maybe a Jimmy Rivera. Zombie. Um, uh, yeah, that would be great. A, 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 what's his name again? Zombie? Dong Young Kim, is it? No, no. Uh, no. Chen, Chen, uh... Chen Sung Jung. Yeah, That's right. Uh, the Korean Zombie. Uh, yeah, that would be a, that would be a great fight. But like the Korean Jeremy Zombie, Stevens. Jeremy Stevens would be phenomenal. Um, it would be another like tough stand. I think he's ready for wrestlers. I think he can. I think he I'd like to see him. I'd like to see him. I just, I just don't know if these guys, the Frankie Edgar's and Jeremy Stevens, the guys that have been uh, around. I think it's a little early for top. Frankie Edgar, but yeah, I can see him about going it, either way. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm just thinking of the names at 145 who don't have a fight. Um, um, forty-five after Marais Swanson, uh, Cub Swanson would be a good fight. Swanson I'd like to would see. Be, yeah. I'd like to see That's Stevens. Really, there. the kind of trek he should be on. Again, good matchmaking or your partner. Although Stevens is coming off of a loss, he had yeah, that tough it, loss against. It, it is a mostly risk and little reward kind of fight. You're probably yeah. right. Uh, and zombies on. I think zombies on the shelf off. with an injury. I think, but um. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm excited to watch this guy. No matter who he fights, I hope he comes back yeah. soon. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they if they match him up with. Uh, uh, Desmond Green's at 145, isn't it? Yeah, that one. And they were both on the same is, card. That one is ever so slightly risky for him, but ever so slightly. I think Desmond Green, by the way, looked great in his bout uh, against uh, Ross, Pearson. Ross Pearson. He just clocked him early. I think it was yeah. a left hand. Looked athletic, looked bomb. crisp. Uh, and aggressive for the first time almost ever, Nick. Like, that guy does not fight aggressively. 
Um, yeah, he was really aggressive. He was, and it worked out well for him. He he finished Ross Pearson in the first round and really uh, backed up that minus four fifty favorite uh, line that that he had going on him in the sports books. Um, we had uh, Jessica Aguilar and Marina Rodriguez. Yeah, we, that was a that was a drubbing. We don't have to say much about that. We picked it correctly. Aguilar, you know, can take a beating, but she's well past her prime, and she got it put. She got it put on her. I thought yeah, the fight. She, she's got I thought that somebody should have. Uh, MMA game that worked back then, back when, back before. Uh, who's your favorite female fighter? Uh, Roxy Matafari. Oh yeah. B- back when the first version of Roxy was somewhat successful, before Roxy reinvented herself right. into a much more kind of modern, modern day style fighter. Um, yeah, she just has a game Aguilar does that will not work nowadays against decently athletic opponents. And Rodriguez, if nothing else, was very athletic. She reminded Mostly, me a little bit of Yen Jacek actually yeah. with her stand up yes, style. This should have this is a fight that should have been stopped after the second round. Yeah, I, I don't I'm actually a little I was a little bit surprised that Aguilar's corner let her out there for the third yeah, round. Yeah, it wasn't I didn't think it was cool. Uh we've got uh, Enrique Barzola versus Kevin Aguilar. It wasn't the most exciting fight it could yeah. have been. But Aguilar, with his combination of power, like he's kind of a jack of all trades that right. just has serious power in his hands. Now, it's not always the kind of power that will lead to an immediate knockout. But if he hits you clean, you're suddenly less willing to engage with him. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of in running mode, and he's kind of winning a decision that way. So it seems like either way, he's he might be a tough style matchup. He seems to have like very long arms, very heavy hands for some reason for a guy his size. And, uh, yeah, he looked really good against uh, Enrique Barzola, who otherwise had a 7-1 record in the UFC leading up to this bout. Impressive win for his second bout in the UFC for Aguilar. Uh, Gerald Mirchart versus Oof, Kevin a, Holland. What a sloppy... That was terrible to watch. Ugh, it was really bad. And then Holland afterwards, oh, man, this drives me crazy when guys are like, I just want to get in there and yeah. bang. Give me. And Dominic Cruz was not shy. He explained, you know, he reminded everyone that it's MMA and that yep. you can't uh, go box. Go be a... I'll tell you, with, with fights like uh, Artem Lobov and Pauli and uh, oh, yes. Malnagy, Malnagy uh, those guys are throwing down, right? That, that it, seems, fight? it seems like uh, it. I mean, that kind well, of just with a Yeah, with bare-knuckle boxing uh, taking off, go do that. You know, you can't, you can't – if a guy's trying to submit you, take you down, control you, like – You want to know a fun fact about Kevin Holland? The last sure. time that he competed before this bout against Gerald Merchardt last weekend was a grappling match a few weeks ago. That's funny. That's the most fascinating thing about it. Well, he does not like to grapple. No, he's a brown belt. He just, I think, didn't look good in the grappling section, and that was his kind of excuse. His kind yeah. of his defense mechanism took over, and he was like, "I just want to bang, bro." But he kind of doesn't. Like he takes grappling seriously, and is mm. a brown belt, and is kind of respected. That was interesting. I think, somewhat in the grappling, I think, somewhat in the grappling uh, sphere. Uh, yeah, disappointing uh, Holland performance and i honestly i'm no longer a believer in the guy like i was very disappointed yeah about. what did you think of well we both picked him which is good for us <laughs> but um what did you think about uh the first controversy of the night ray board versus casey kenny. yeah i didn't see all of it i thought that kenny very clearly won the first round oh, but yeah. um what what did you think uh what did you think about it? the most of most of the sites had board winning um a yeah. couple of sure dog judges had kenny but that was pretty much it yeah, I, I thought that very clearly Kenny did the most damage in the whole bout in the first mm-hmm. round. He clearly just looked like a world beater, like he was a league above uh, the former title challenger, Ray Borg. Right. And then Ray Borg, with his veteranship and his good corner, uh, I think he's with either American Top Team or Frank uh, uh, Jackson Wink. Um, he changed the game plans and decided to stick to the guy, to, to stick to Kenny and to not let him, uh, not give him the space to throw those hard kicks, the, those explosive strikes. Um, and he was able to just literally just out, out scrabble him. He didn't do any damage, but he held on, and it worked. Now, 
Casey Kenny took this bout on six days' notice, Nick. And he mm-hmm. looked like a world beater against the last guy to fight Demetrius Johnson for the title before he lost it. Um, this was Burke well, hasn't fought in a while. He's been through some serious family stuff. Yeah, but Casey but, Kenny Casey Kenny did things that yeah. Burke never has done that well in that first right. round. Again, he took the fight on six days' notice. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to see him come back. I'm excited to see him with Me a full training cap against the top, a uh, bottom of the uh, bottom of the top 15. Guy to, to really be able to flex his MMA skills and, and show us what he's got. He's a guy that I think at five and zero was about to get a UFC title, sh- uh, a UFC shot, and this was years ago. I think he's like thirteen and fourteen and one now, and and it, it it didn't work out. And and I think he he was very fortunate that he got all this time to to make up in that experience, and he came in there looking good despite the very controversial victory. We both, I certainly thought that Ray Bork deserved it based on rounds two and three. Um, We've got Alex Perez, who looked awesome again against Mark De La Rosa. Yeah. Um, that one we agreed on, and we disagreed on Mar- Marina Moroz versus. Yeah, I like Marina Moroz and the fact that she was able to armbar Joan Calderwood. Another girl she looked, that, mm-hmm. she looked good. Uh, tough Ukrainian, I think I she's agree. Ukrainian, and uh, uh, Sabina Meza, the Colombian fighter, making her uh, uh, her UFC debut, uh, pulled it together a little bit and got into a rhythm in the third, but she was she had deer in the headlights. Yeah, going on, and she took a yeah early she on. Took a, exactly she took a lot of like. she took a lot of shots. But also, Marina Moroz came in there with a proper game plan, and yep. she was striking like she never has in the UFC before. Like she just well, went she was straight forward. She, she was lighting her up. Yeah, um, American Top Team, Nick. That is the difference. I'm a big believer in their game planning. I'm a big believer in their ability to almost instantaneously turn a a talented but semi successful fighter into a successful fighter. I think uh, I think they're great Something down the water in Coconut Creek, Florida. No, no doubt about it. Um, so we, we've got a, a couple of fight announcements, Nick, uh, to to discuss from the week. Um, we got Masvidal Askren, right? That Masvidal, sounds like it's happening. Masvidal Askren, yeah. It, it turns it's out not the fight I wanted for either of them. Yeah, I would have preferred to see the Lawler rematch to really find out who the better man is there. And Masvidal Pettis seemed like a no brainer to me. Uh, agreed. That would have been a great bout, especially with two former 155-pound fighters, but this will be a uh, there will be a lot of shit talk leading into this one and I think the promotion value is what the UFC was focused on. Yeah, uh, I just don't want to put them in a main event. I, just, I think uh yeah, and even if he loses, Masvidal will still will I mean the odds are the odds are going to come out largely in favor of Askren. I'm thinking like 2 to 1, yeah. Um, um, not not too, not too far in favor cuz again, he basically got finished in his last bout and arguably didn't win. Um so yeah, I I, I think that uh, I think that'll be somewhat of a control, but I can see how over time the odds go further in Askren's favor after the initial lines are out. Um, Nick, we wanted to rewatch the Vulcan Ozdemir versus Dominic Reyes yeah. uh, fight to to kind of to kind of see where we land on that decision. To I want to hear your side of the second and third rounds, and 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 you'll get to hear mine, and and let's see if we can get on the same page. Which I haven't watched since they were live. Uh, same here. Uh, same here. Actually, I did rewatch the second round specifically oh, yeah? because I wanted to be sure that I thought that he won. I actually rewatched it almost immediately at the end of the bout um, to be sure that I felt like he won because I didn't thought it, I didn't think it was that controversial. I thought that Dominic Reyes uh, deserved the second and third rounds. Uh, I know a lot of people disagree. So well, let's let's see it go down. Stan is reloading. <laughs> I love the theme music, man. Reloading theme song. This might be the single best part of our podcast right here is, 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 <laughs> is you with our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> so the introductions are happening right now. I'm going to give you guys... Uh, oh, is Madeir looking, uh, looking healthy, looking ripped? Yeah, he looks about as, in, mean. in as good a shape as we've seen him, I think, in the UFC thus far. There's, a, there's an octagon attendant. looks like Kato Kalin. <laughs> Nick, you know what's funny? I don't know Kato Kalin. Are you serious? Yes. Who is that? 
Were you, uh, did you follow the O.J. Simpson trial? I, I did, but I was a little kid. Uh, O.J. Simpson, okay, remind They're me how much out, older than you are. Round one is starting, yep. and we're at 456, 55, yep. 54, and, uh, and they're going. Cato so, Kalen was a witness in the, uh, in the case. He, he was the house, he was the house boy that lived behind and, uh, took care of the kids. Sometimes. I see. I, I, he was I a famous kind of, like, surfer, like, I do remember. dude who became a bit of a character in the trial. I do remember that, yes. So, uh. So, uh, so far, it seems like Vulcan is pressuring and... Uh, Vulcan's pressuring. Ray's is staying on the outside. Um, they're both kind of faking, but no real engagements yet. It seemed like Osmedir was, was working to uh, to cut off Reyes in all directions and try to get him against the cage. He looks like he's doing that now. Yep. And he, he moves in. He threw in for a Reyes combo. circled away. Reyes lands a left, clean left hand, it looks like. The center of the octagon. He landed a knee up the middle. Or might have been a front kick. Uh, a push uh, kick, yeah. And then, and then he kicked out Ozdemir's leg out from under him. And landed, and landed a, a hook, and then a right hook. First minute, which doesn't mean much. Looking good for uh, Right, it's better than I remember. Right, but, but again, Ozdemir does take over straight, the top. Straight, straight, and a left. Nice right hand. Yeah. Some straight right and a left hook. Ozdemir just good body kick. threw a body kick that was blocked. Oh, was it? Yeah, it landed on the forearm. And a blocked kick the other way as well as Reyes threw one in response. Reyes, uh, keep in mind, is a southpaw here, the left-handed fighter, and Ozdemir is the right-handed guy. It's usually the back kick and the back uh, straight uh, straight cross that is kind of the, the ideal weapon for both guys in that mirror matchup. Um, seems like there was a low blow. They're taking a short break here. We'll let you guys know as we get back into it. This is a quick comeback. We got a replay to confirm that it was, in fact, oh, it, it actually might have been a we got the sound off, Nick, and we're clearly lost. So Ray is winning the first minute and a half. Yeah, which which doesn't mean much, I think, especially considering yeah. where the round is headed. But uh, well, you see Olsenberg going in with the pressure. Yeah, with the pressure, he just looks like a nice right hand. Nice right hand. Ducked, uh, ducked a, they, they just kind of exchanged and both whiffed. Um, Rosemonier with a head kick that misses. Kicks him down, uh, and I think this is where the yes. round starts going uh, in Ozdemir's way. Uh, Reyes threw a kick, and Ozdemir kind of kicked the kicked planted leg. leg out from under him. Reyes actually got up fairly quickly, which is a good sign, I think, for him in this division in the future. Um, but I believe Vulcan uses this this uh, over-under position to eventually lead to a takedown that they're in right now. We're at 248 of the first round, 246, Ozdemir's knees to the body, and Reyes gets separation. It's a clean break, backs up quickly. This is probably the kind of thing that only a hardcore fan would appreciate. Um, Ozdemir went in for some offense and largely evaded um, as uh, Reyes throws a left kick that's blocked. Yeah, Ozdemir going in with a, like, leaping in with a double uh, double right hook, um, not really setting it up. <laughs> right. I think the idea is to get him while he's circling away. It looks like Reyes just landed a leg kick, and Osdemir goes in for a clinch. Beautiful takedown, a trip takedown. Um, Reyes makes an effort to get back up against the cage, but Osdemir so stays on top. His second takedown, and he, he has him in, uh, in mount. Yeah, just about mount, but Reyes is kind of seated up, so there's not much damage that can be done quite from here. Um, Osdemir keeping that double under position as they both stand up. Didn't seem like any real damage, but still, uh, like that's going to look good to the judges. Reyes is clearly strong. He landed a short left hook on the break. Uh, Reyes did. That's Reyes right. Did. Uh, looks like they both threw, but nobody landed just there. And we're at 139 of the first round now. 
coming down for the first 90 seconds, for the last 90 seconds of the round. Staying on the outside, not a whole lot happening at the moment. Seems like um, a lot of energy was expended as Reyes gets a head kick block. And the 205 is doing scrambles up against the cage and punching. Gotta be exhausting. Yeah, that, that'll wear on you for sure, especially when you're lifting your own, your own body weight for your opponents. Um, not a whole lot happening as we approach the one minute mark of the bout. We're at 106. Front kick deflected by, by Reyes. Well, kick right missed on both sides, yeah. And again, Ozdemir is pressuring. It looks like Reyes just landed a beautiful left hand counter after Ozdemir went in with his left hook, with his lunging left hook. Ozdemir throwing a body kick, Ooh. which may have landed. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Reyes threw the body kick, and then Ozdemir comes back with a three punch combo. Yeah. Looks like one so of the head and the body. Looks like Reyes just landed a left hand, but it's hard to tell. Ozdemir pressures forward again, and Reyes circles away. Nothing lands. It looks like Ozdemir just threw a knee that I'm not sure if it connected. Um, Looks like they're largely disengaged in the last 30 or so seconds of the bout of this round. It actually is less in Ozdemir's favor than I remember, but yeah. clearly an Ozdemir round because of those takedowns. Those two top positions uh, weigh heavily. The takedowns and, you know, do they still judge based on the criteria of octagon control? Oh, yeah, you're right. The pressure is a factor, too. Absolutely right. But I, from what I understand, damage should be the first criteria. Yeah, pretty even there. Yes, and, it's and pretty so control really is what I think it's, it's what yeah. Far. I think it's definitely even on the damage. So a much closer got, round than I remember, also. But I do same give, here. I give a close round to Ozdemir. Same here. Uh, a, qu a clear cut round to Ozdemir since the damage factor seems pretty even. The control is what gave Ozdemir the round. Um, as they get, did any of the judges get a score at thirty twenty seven? I'm not sure, Nick. We, we should look that up after after the bout. I will say one thing. Right now, I remember the announcers are talking about the fact that Dominic Reyes' nose is probably broken. Um, now, they've decided this. There's no confirmation of it. Uh, and, and that led into the narrative that they brought into the second round, where suddenly yeah. uh, Dominic Reyes, as far as I, I mean, can it tell, looks, is it looks like it's broken. Yeah, but but no sign after. Did you hear anything? I, I didn't I no. haven't heard anything. I didn't see a shot that, I didn't see a shot that clearly staggered and broke his nose. Right, and, and uh, I mean, I, I didn't see a very clean shot from the nose, but even if it landed, no word about his nose being broken. My nose is pretty crooked to begin with because it's been broken before. could be the case with, uh, with Reyes. Absolutely. Um, and so now Reyes is coming in for the second round. The touch gloves, and this is the round where we certainly differ on our opinion as to who won, so let's, well, let's go see. through and see. Reyes again, the southpaw. Now it seems like Reyes is putting on a little bit of pressure. He landed, yeah, he a, was, he landed a kick and then blocked a, a left overhand. Right, left right combo that they were blocked. So, so far, one shot landed for Reyes, which, uh, you know, another leg kick landed now by Ozdemir. Another one. Second leg kick by Ozdemir. Two to one for Ozdemir as far as strikes yeah. landed. And it looks like Reyes kind of countered a, a head kick and Ozdemir fell. He tripped, yeah. He and uh, Ozdemir blocks a body kick. This time he took a body kick, a push kick to the stomach. Um, Reyes... Uh, evening it out a little bit. There was yeah. a big straight left that missed. It gets yeah, sidestepped like by Ozdemir. So let's see now. I believe there are several left hands. Very nice leg kick by uh, Reyes. Clean leg kick right on, the, right on the quad there that Ozdemir also landed earlier in the round. I'd say it's pretty even as of now. Yep. Reyes goes in for a hook. right hook that, that's blocked. Right. Interesting that Reyes is now circling in the wrong direction. He avoids a leg kick by Ozdemir. A uh, push kick to the knee by Reyes seems to land. Maybe not hard. And uh, Reyes fakes a, fakes a head kick to set up a cross that he looked like he landed. 
another cost clean by Reyes. He's going right in between Austin Mets guard now, and I remember that lining several times in this film. Now, Austin Mets back on the pressure game, but Reyes uh, still touching him here and there. Reyes just touched him with a left hand. Didn't look very hard. Austin Mets went in for an offense, and Reyes countered. Another clean Reyes left hand. And now Reyes is circling the right direction. Looked like he landed a body jab. Reyes, Reyes is boxing up a little bit. Yep. Still uh, three three minutes and six seconds left to the round. And Reyes goes for a takedown. Ozdemir's defending well. Um, threw a shot and then disengaged, but it didn't quite land. And now Ozdemir goes for a takedown to kind of even that out. They're assuming it's a very close battle, which it is. Ozdemir goes for a body kick that whiffs. Nice mm-hmm. body kick landed by Reyes. And Reyes avoids uh, further offense. Jabbed him, it looks like, landed a clean jab and avoided a, a counter hook from Ozdemir. Uh, to me, Reyes Halfway is through the round, round. I, give, I give a slight edge to Reyes. Same here. By a few strikes, but those left hand crosses were landing clean and consistently at some point. Let's see if. Well, he's, sne- he's sneaking in some counter shots and some Ozdemir misses. Yep. Which is the difference right now. I agree. Another jab by Reyes, followed by a couple of whiff punches by Ozdemir. He also has. Ooh, nice left from Reyes. Reyes also has. A jab um, by Reyes. Reyes uh, has better, right here. Yeah, Reyes has better footwork. He does, I agree. Uh, Ozdemir uh, threw something, but, but it's Reyes not, avoided it. Ooh, Another left hand by Reyes, it looks right, like. Nice right hand from Ozdemir. Did he land it? Very right? substantial, followed by a knee uh, that looked like it caught Reyes' chin. Oh, and the and the, and our and our wacky website has has hung up on us. Give, give us give me a second here to, to get that moment in the fight back. We're taking a break for technical <laughs> troubles. We're absolutely doing a recording of that. <laughs> so we're starting off at about one fifty-seven. Do you think that's right? Sure. Let's go at uh, let's go at about two thirty, two thirty-five left in the first round. So far, we give the edge to Reyes by a close margin. Ozdemir's faking, but nobody's throwing anything just yet. Ozdemir fakes a jab. A jab by uh, Reyes seems to land. I wouldn't say that Reyes has slick footwork, but it's better than. Yeah, it's more effective. Uh, a cross, oh, and another jab. Beautiful jab by Reyes, and Ozdemir landed that counter right. We've yeah. been through this moment. Uh, Reyes misses a counter, as Ozdemir does as well. Ozdemir misses as Reyes circles right. That was the big, that was the big right. I, he's, he's that. Not, I don't think he landed. And then the, then the that knee, knee landed the to the body by, Ozde- by Ozdemir, that's right. And then, uh, again, the guys are thinking about setups now. Ozdemir seems to be back on the pressure game, even though it's not necessarily landing. Seems like Tyson is doing a good job. Beautiful leg kick by Tyson once again. Uh, I'm sorry, by Reyes, not by Tyson. Dominic Reyes with a clinch and goes for a takedown. Ozdemir lands two right hands while they're in that clinch, and they disengage, body kick blocked by Ozdemir. One minute and 30 seconds left in that. In the second round now, Ozdemir um, finally throws a jab. A beautiful <laughs> left hand once again by you're right. A beautiful left hand and then a hook by Reyes to uh, to cap off the last. To start like, off the last thing. I really like to be seeing more jabs from both of these guys. Agreed. I don't um, know. I think was, I think Reyes has a little bit of a leg. Uh, I think he does have a bit of an edge. It looks like Ozdemir landed a leg kick there. Uh, nothing too pronounced, but it landed right on the quad, right on the thigh. But this long left hand out in front is not. I mean, just flick it up there. I do something. You know what it is, though? The, the southpaw orthodox matchup rarely bodes well for the jab. It's more of a backhand mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of pathway in between the guard. The left, uh, the jab is harder to land when you're a mirrored matchup. You can get parried by the front hand. Another, another uh, leg kick by Reyes and a cross that seems to have missed. 
We'll see if anything big happens in the last 35 seconds. Looks like Ozdemir may have landed a jab as he went for a guillotine that was quickly deflected. Uh, they both throw kicks. Ozdemir yeah. lands to the leg and Reyes, Reyes lands to the Reyes body. Reyes missed the right hook. He just missed the left to the body. Throws it on two. Ozdemir backs away. And both of these guys are pretty elusive. A triple jab and then an uppercut and then a jab yeah. counter by Reyes lands, it looks like. Uh, Ozdemir goes hard for a takedown with 20 seconds left, and can he get it? Reyes largely avoiding it, leans up against that cage. Ozdemir lands a couple of left hands. Reyes returns in the... Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts, Nick? A close round. A close round. I think I got to give it to Reyes. I think I even I think I even it up. Same I think right. it was about a I think it was about a sixty forty or sixty five thirty five yeah. round. Probably about sixty I forty. I agree with you. Those clean left hands and the leg kicks and the body kicks probably edged it out for him. But Vosemir definitely had some aggressive points, well, but he was whiffing for the most part. Well, he was whiffing and um, Reyes did a better job uh, circling away and not and getting reclaiming the center of the octagon, staying on its spike. Right. So it didn't feel as much like Ozdemir was was uh, you know. The, um, uh, the you know he was less the octagon general. Yep. Uh, so we're going into the third round here. Um, I'll give you guys an update on the on the time. This round decides it to you and I, Nick. Uh, the winner of this round, because uh, you and I agree so far in rounds one and two, let's see if yeah. we agree on this one and figure out who we think won. Because that first round was closer than we both remember. Um, and that second round was a little second bit, round was pretty close too. It was pretty close but, too, but a little bit closer than I remember actually. We are about to go into round three here. I'll give you guys an update on the clock to the. I mean, two also, that are still you know, Reyes is a little more touched up than than Ostemir is. Ostemir yeah. looks cleaner. It has nothing to do with the reality of the fight. Four fifty-two of round three now. Four fifty right now. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. He looks like he's wearing a little bit, uh, a couple of nicks on his face, a couple of scuffs. Um, they're kind of. Dancing on the outside, not really engaging just yet, thinking about the setup to what they're actually going to land. Seems like Ozdemir is hell-bent on getting that late takedown to get an edge of the scorecard, so possibly a knee kick landed by Ozdemir if he goes for a jab and misses. Beautiful leg kick uh, by Reyes that leads to a takedown for Ozdemir. Reyes gets up immediately. Gets right back up. Ozdemir has his back a body in a position, a body lock. But he gets, he gets uh, the hands separated. Reyes and Reyes a, does a great job uh, getting, getting out of that, that, circling back, taking the center of the octagon. Slightest edge to Elstamir so far, but it looks like Reyes just landed a clean left hand again. Clean left. Uh, it seems didn't like, look like he had a ton yeah, on it. He, he seems a little flat-footed. He may have gotten an uppercut but, there, but it's hard uh, to tell how Reyes hard it landed. Stepped, stepped in with a, 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 a hook, and he caught a hook. Counter. A nice liking by Ozdemir has, uh, I think, second or third strike this round. Another liking by Ozdemir lands. Pretty even so far. It is. A cross by Ozdemir lands. Uh, Six by strike Reyes. combo from Reyes. A couple of and them three landed. Three or four of them land, yeah. Crosses and hooks mostly. Mix some kicks in. And a counter misses. He missed, a big, he missed a big uppercut. Just barely good Reyes head movement did. by Ozdemir there. And Ozdemir is continuing to kind of pressure forward. He's, he's got the center of the octagon, but I think he just took a body cross. Um, looks like Reyes is playing the Matador very well in this bout, even though even though it's not an aggressive Matador. A couple of shots possibly missed, it looks like, although a couple of close backhand punches by both guys. Yeah, Ostomir is doing a Glover Teixeira impression. You're right, in this bout, he looks like him. <laughs> so, you're right. He's fighting like it him. It looks like Reyes just landed a clean hook. Ooh. 
Nice, uh, nice couple of shots by Ostemir. And I think uh, Ostemir came back with a right hand shortly after. A, a head kick blocked by Reyes. And Reyes is now pressuring forward. Reyes is now taking the center of the octagon as Ostemir kind of circles away. Um, a 1-2 by Reyes misses as Ostemir goes for a takedown hard. Reyes... Uh, gets the wizard. Gets the, gets the wizard, exactly, and avoids a takedown. Um, they're up against the fence now with Ozdemir seemingly with a body lock. Hard to tell whether it's both uh, double and hard to single. It looks like it. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, Ozdemir is have, kind of landing some great the, light shots. He doesn't shots. have the underhook. No, you're right. He doesn't. He, he, he's kind of landing a couple of light knees to the inner thigh, which probably won't have an effect on the bout. But still, oh, he landed it. Yeah, landed in a nice left hook. Landed the left hook. hand of the exit. Ozdemir did. I would say the slightest, slightest there to Ozdemir right now because he's being more aggressive and Ooh. trying. Oh, beautiful knee to the body nice. by Reyes. Yeah. Ozdemir actually sunk right, like dip right into that knee. And Ozdemir's backing up. I think yeah, he was the, hurt. The Another body shot. I think he hurt him then. Uh, Reyes is now the he's targeting, he's the hurt, so he's targeting the body. The, the, the left front kick to the body Reyes just landed. Reyes went for a cross uh, on the disengaged there and Another seemingly one missed. Lift, Another body kick that he went for across to the head seems to have landed. Uh, Reyes is being more aggressive now because he realizes he hurt Ozdemir. He's going to the body very frequently. That left cross to the body seems to have just landed and yeah. nothing else. Ozdemir is backing up like he's not quite yep. right yet. Yep. Still good head movement. And Reyes realizes he might have the mental edge and he's putting some pressure on as he throws some kind of a crescent kick. A head kick by Reyes get, misses as Ozdemir backs out of the way. Um, Reyes still seems seemingly in control of the octagon at this moment. Two of fibers throwing, no, throwing no setup head kicks in the third round. Yeah. Like, I think part of the idea is to take advantage of hands being low or something, but yeah, it didn't work out. Beautiful hook-cross combo by Reyes. He seems to be taking over this round big time as we approach the final minute of the bout. Reyes continuing to pressure with a body cross here on Ozdemir. And again, you have to consider, while we're saying this, the announcers are saying something very different. And that, I think, has a real effect on people's perception of the close bout. Mm, nice one, too, by Ozdemir. And then uh, Reyes countered and may have missed. Ooh, the counter. Nice right hand. Looks like he blocked, blocked a little bit of it. Yeah. Uh, that was right, right hand was by Ozdemir. Ozdemir now pressing forward very slightly, although, although neither guy is kind of stepping on the back foot. Both throwing fakes pretty close up with Ozdemir missing a cross. Reyes may have landed a cross. Ooh. Hard to tell. Ozdemir landed a nice, nice right, right hand. hand. Nice jab by Reyes. I probably didn't right, have a whole lot right of thing to, on it. Right to Ozdemir's body from Reyes. A uh, little right corkscrew uppercut from Ostemir finds Reyes' chin. Yep. Oof, another and a right hook right at the end. Super close round. Uh, for me, the the fact that Reyes hurt him seemingly yep. to the body and backed him up for a good no, portion I of agree. the period. I agree. Gives it to Reyes, but super close. Like I can't argue with you either way. Like no, it's I, very close. I think this. I think uh, actually, the second was closer than the third. That's what I thought. Um, I thought that too so, when I watched the live. Yeah, I, I give two rounds to one. So they were all close rounds, but I don't. I don't think it's a robbery. No, in either direction. I, I don't think it's. I don't, I don't know that you thought it was a robbery to begin with, but you did think it was. I a pretty, it was pretty clear, clear. Pretty clear cut yeah. decision. You thought for us, Um Yeah, I just think the announcers with the narrative that they created early on. And by the way, Joe Rogan. I didn't realize how hurt Ozdemir was, but uh, by that knee, because I think the announcers were busy talking about the hypothetical broken nose that Reyes may have at the moment that that they missed this important moment of the bout. That changed the tide a little bit. Uh, I think they had an expectation that Reyes was going to come in like a you know world beating blue chipper. Yes, and when, his, when, his, when, his, when that know, first round didn't go his way, 
it became an interesting narrative for Ozdemir to have this big career comeback. Yeah. Uh, to beat the young up and coming prospect that he was a big underdog against. Yeah, uh, this was an interesting exercise. I wonder. Um, I, I wonder how it came, comes off on the podcast. We'll, we'll listen to it and, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come off better if you're watching the fight along with us. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if, if you guys can pull up this bout, the bout is over and Reyes was just announced as the winner. If you guys can pull up this bout and watch it along with us, that's probably the only way to make this interesting at all. So I hope you guys did that. Um, this was this was interesting, Nick. This was fun. Yeah, and that it was we fun didn't for have us. A, yeah, <laughs> we, we didn't have a fight, to, a fight event to prepare for, to research for. We got to discuss last week's card and uh, and you got to uh, you got to have your victory round, and and then we we kind of discussed a couple things and got into this fight. This was interesting. Um, I'm I'm glad we we came to a like an agreed upon consensus. I figured that one of us could convince the other one way or the other. No, I, def- I definitely and we can get on uh, the same page if we watch it together. And, and it was an interesting exercise. So looking at uh, the upcoming card, we have UFC 237, which is oh no, no, no not 237 yet. 236, you're right. Um, which is headlined by Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Ladies and gentlemen, expect violence next week. There's some interesting uh, fights on this card. Yeah, the main card looks uh, looks pretty solid. Like, looks very exciting to me. There's very little chance of any of these bouts being boring unless Kelvin Gastelum somehow keeps taking Adesanya down and stalling him out. Um, OSP Krylov could be really sloppy. Oh, yes, but that is rarely uh, boring, man. Those guys are going to try yeah. to kill each other. Uh, not Kito, as much, not as, much as Eric Anders and Cleo Roundtree are. I don't know. I, I, the problem have with you that, seen Nikita Krylov not aggressively be trying to kill a man no. uh, at any point no. at about? It's fascinating. Well, same now. thing with Roundtree and Anders. The only problem, the danger in that fight is that it goes two rounds and they're just exhausted. I think, there's a, I, I think uh, yeah, it, it is a weird one because they, they have not looked good recently. They're both super athletic, uh, hard cool. hitters. Yeah. Um, it, it, that'll be an entertaining bout. We've got Ovin St. Peru versus Nikita Krylov. Thickly, both very thickly muscled. A yes, lot of they're tall, acid. tall, uh, muscular guys too. So yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um, we've got Ovin St. Peru versus Nikita Krylov, which will be exciting as heck, even though it yeah. doesn't necessarily have an effect on the top five in the division. The prelim card's not fantastic, but I like Max Griffin a lot. Um, and, and he's fighting Zalim and Madayev. Sounds like possibly a relative of, uh, of Khabib Nurmagomedov. We should probably do some research on that guy. <laughs> I assume he's making his UFC debut there. Um, and yeah, a couple of guys that I... Uh, Curtis Miller versus Bilal Muhammad. Leonard that should just, be interesting. just fought like two weeks ago? Yeah, he, he wanted Is to come back quickly. He got, he got submitted very quickly by Elias. Uh, on March 9th, less, than, less, than, less than a month. Yeah, he got submitted in the first round. He wanted to get back in there. He took no damage. Yeah, no, I know. It's just a fact. You usually don't see turn. You don't see turnarounds. Uh, that you quick. know, you don't. You often see a guy fight. You know, yeah. unless their unless their name is uh, Donald Cerrone or Neil Magny. I think I saw a Twitter post with him saying like, "I just want to get back in there as soon as possible. I'm in good shape. Like, I did not take any damage." Um, and yeah, Bob Hobbit did take a lot of damage. In his fight, Joff Neal, also another guy that's much more athletic than I think Muhammad, even though Muhammad technically is a very good fighter. Um, that should be interesting because Muhammad has the skill to, to, to do to Millinder what was fight. done to him in the last bout. But Millinder is athletic enough to be able to, I think, potentially avoid those takedowns and keep it an exciting stand-up bout. Um, cool. We'll talk about that next uh, next week. should be interesting. Looking forward to uh, doing the research, at least on the main card. We'll probably breeze through the undercard yeah. on this one, Nick. This was fun. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Looking forward to breaking down the UFC 236 card for you guys next week. Bye. Peace.